I'm joined today with Brett Tony, a pastor of Westview Church, a recent church plant in Minnesota, brought out of the Southern Baptist Convention, the Send Network group. And so we want to, as a church, always get to know the churches that are being planted in our area, especially those to whom we have connections through the Southern Baptist Convention. So Brett, thanks for being willing to talk with me today. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So for the people in our church who are listening to this, I have to say that you and I met on a trip with the North American Mission Board in Atlanta, where we were roommates together. That's right. And um, so I, I think that we probably looked a little bit comical because so people can't see you. Um, <laughs> you you and I have similar hairstyles. We've got an affinity for uh, a similar look. Yeah, except for you're about two feet taller than me. <laughs> and um, so I think we probably looked a little bit funny going in and, and out together uh, sure, there. Sure, uh, there should be a, not dumb and dumber, but <laughs> like uh, <laughs> Short and tall. I don't know. There's there, there should some be duo, a, I'm yeah. sure, with the, the bald dudes with the beard. I, I think that Nam could have some good promo picks with, with us. They should have. So, they should. They still could. Yeah. Plant We'd, Church planters in every well, shape talk to our and agent. size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every shape um, size. Well, to get to what we're doing here, as a church, we want to be aware of church plants that are happening. And as you know, we're sort of a church replant, a church restart. Yep. And so as we try to look towards the future, as we want to be involved in these sort of things, we want to be thinking about it from the very beginning here. And so I want to ask you about what church planting is is because that's maybe weird terminology for someone who hasn't heard it before. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it is kind of weird terminology. And I would say in the history of the church, it probably is uh, pretty weird uh, to to think of planting uh, when I think as you, especially look in the book of Acts, that this is just what normal Christians do, that as uh, Christians have been commissioned out uh, by the risen Lord Jesus to go and make disciples or wherever it is that the Lord has them and wherever he He sends them, uh, you go and you you baptize those disciples in the Trinian name and you teach them to observe all that Jesus commanded. What happens is that those Christians start getting together regularly, maybe say on on Sundays, to worship the risen Lord. And that's what a church is, observing uh, the ordinances and sacraments and uh, giving yourself to the public worship of Christ and the uh, administration of the Word and communion, all those good things. Um, That's what a church is. And uh, so it's just Mm kind of normal Christian life. Uh, What's going to happen is uh, as Christians multiply through disciple-making efforts, is churches are going to be formed. And, uh, and so that's what church planting is, is just uh, doing that very thing that the church has always done, that Christians have always done for 2,000 some odd years now. Yeah, and, and I think it's a, it draws to mind a metaphor that works well. Sure. You're, you're planting, planting in, in the soil and, and growing, hopefully. But I think there's a trend in, in the said network for there to be bald guys with beards <laughs> and, and maybe glasses. I think church planting uh, in general or yeah. maybe just within uh, yeah. the... Uh, kind of gospel-centered uh, community at large. If you go to Gospel Coalition, the conference, that's uh, what you see. Yeah, and and I think there's a trend for this. My jeans guys. are still a little baggy though, okay. so you know well, they're not too tight. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> Wear the jeans you have. I, I think that's good. Um, but but I think there's a, a trend for those guys and maybe sometimes us to go by the designated title church planter. Yeah. Um, is, is that how you think of yourself? And, and if not, what's maybe a better way for us to talk about guys who help lead church yeah. starts somewhere? Yeah. 
I I don't know that I've ever referred to myself as a church planter. Uh, so I, I knew I liked you. Yeah, a little bit on, on the backstory. Uh, so uh, I was looking for a, a lead preaching pastor type position end of 2018. I was from Minnesota. I uh, went to school here, undergrad and seminary, and so I'd reach out to guys. I was living in Michigan at the time, and uh, reach out to guys from my uh, seminary cohort that were in the area still saying, hey, I'm looking to step into this kind of a role if the Lord would have me, uh, and would love to be in the Minnesota, Wisconsin area, be closer to family. It'd be great if we're going to make that kind of transition. And uh, so uh, one of the guys that reached back out to me was Jonathan Parnell, the lead pastor at Cities Church in St. Paul. And uh, he said, hey, well, uh, we were actually just praying at an elder meeting tonight who might come and serve as our next church planning resident. Would you consider doing that? And, you know, so it's completely not on my radar at all. Uh, you know, felt like you know, the Lord has equipped me and called me to, to serve as a pastor and had a, a growing uh, burden to uh, give myself primarily to teaching and preaching and developing leaders. Um, and that's what I want to give myself to. And that's what, you know, why I was pursuing kind of that, that course. And uh, so it's just kind of came out of right field, uh, like church planner. Oh, I'm not a church planner. I'm a, I'm a mm-hmm. pastor. That's what I want to do. But in talking with Jonathan and uh, the other pastors at, at Cities Church uh, and just kind of the vision and philosophy that they have uh, for church life and for church planting, uh, coupled with talking with our elders at our church in Michigan and just recognizing some of the own uh, things that have been uh, just brewing in my heart, my wife's heart, and just as far as giftings and a desire for for ministry, those things all just kind of like meshed well together, uh, and so like that planting terminology works well with with Cities Church and how they go about their their church planning work because uh, they will uh, they're intentional send out a team, both a, a leadership team and a group of individuals, their uh, members that are are transplanted out from cities to start new churches. So we were the the third church that came out of a Cities Church with uh, nineteen founding members from cities. So that transplant, you know, can you, the plant sends the shoots out underground, mm-hmm. new plant pops up, you know, across the yard. And, uh, uh, and that's kind of how it works for, for us. So the, the plant, uh, terminology works well. Uh, but that's why I don't think of myself as a church planter perhaps, cause, uh, it was like, well, I just can always just step into a pastoring kind of a role, like pressing in with people, having the conversations to, see who the Lord would call to serve as, as pastors with me, uh, and then just get to work in the, the work of, of the ministry and shepherding people and opening the Word together. Yeah, that, that's great. And I, I'd like to talk about this because I think it's helpful to remind people that you don't have to be necessarily a special kind of person checking the right boxes to be a leader of a right. church plant, nor do you have to be a special, uniquely gifted, charismatic person to be a member that goes along no, with the group yeah. to start a church. You have to be someone who loves Jesus and loves seeing the church strengthened and, and yep. grown wherever you are. Yep. Love the Lord, walk in faithful dependence on His Spirit, and, uh, and walk in obedience to all that He's commanded. So it's been a year really, since you and I were in Atlanta together. That's right. A year and a, a month now. And you have so, a better memory than I. <laughs> yeah, it was October of 20, okay. 2019. There you go. And so I wonder if you can just give us an update on things that have happened, because if I remember correctly, 
everything was still pretty much in seed form. I don't it think was, there yeah. was a name for the church or yep. a fully solidified group or even a location. So maybe just talk us through what's happened in, in the life of this new church over the last year. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, so back home just a little bit more. So we moved back to Minnesota in July of 2019 and start the church plan residency at Cities Church. So got rolling with that. So that in October, uh, doing orientation stuff with the Send Network. Uh, so it's been a great partnership, great relationship to be having uh, with that network. Uh, since then, uh, that fall was really dedicated to focusing on developing relationships with other guys that were in leadership capacities at, at Cities Church to see who the Lord might have serve as as pastors, as elders of this new church. So my energy was really focused on developing those relationships and just trying to get everything out on the table with uh, this group of guys to say, like, right, hey, if we're going to serve in this way together, if the Lord's calling us to serve as elders, let's just get everything on the table so that uh, we know where we're coming from, so there's no surprises, like, you know, it's kind of like speed dating, uh, like, are we, uh, is there enough commonality here, unity here, that uh, linking arms in this gospel ministry seems like a good thing, uh, both for us and just sensing the Lord's uh, leading in it? So that's really what uh, my energy was focused on last fall, uh, so that come January, we started, our, our plan was to have monthly info meetings to see uh, what other, especially members at, at Cities Church, uh, would be willing to... Uh, to join us, to press into the, the work with us. Uh, so started, kind of had a big info meeting in January, kind of fancy thing going on. Uh, February uh, had a, our next one, so starting to get some good momentum coming, and then everything uh, just kind of went went sideways there with, with COVID uh, really uh, ramping up in, in March. So uh, we went online, like everything else in the world, uh, for our info meetings and trying to just share a little bit more about the the vision and uh, heart behind what we uh, thought the Lord's calling us to pursue uh, in starting this new church, which by that point we had uh, landed on the name Westview Church. Uh, naming a church is hard, uh, harder than I expected, and thinking, you know, like, this is important, but it's not the most important thing. So, like, let's just get something <laughs> and move on. And yeah. uh, it's just kind of landed, landed there. Uh, a lot of the kind of Bible theology themed church names, you know, there's already a lot of those, a lot of redeemers, a lot of grace churches, a lot of faith church, and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, you're like, well, the Lord's calling us to uh, to start this church in the West Metro. So, all right, we want to, we've got a vision for the West, uh, a West view, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, that's uh, where we land on the name there. And uh, so, just trying to see who the Lord would pull together through. In the midst of COVID, to say yes, we want to step out in faith and in obedience, and for the glory of of Christ's name, see a new church established in the the Northwest Metro. Um, and so, uh, we just kind of continue that that monthly process of just trying to develop the relationships and uh, see who would link up with us and, and join us. Um, and just walking through that uh, in the midst of COVID was a, a real challenge. <coughs> And and so as you've been doing this, can can you talk to us about other things like the location? Are you guys meeting now? Location? How has this yeah. worked in trying to reach people in whatever community you've landed in? When when maybe if you invite people somewhere, you're labeled a death cult, or or maybe there <laughs> I've are heard just that one, but people who who just aren't you're not able to connect in the ways you you would have planned to when right. when helping start a church. Right. Yeah. So our, our plan originally was uh, to start meeting as a new church in September, uh, but you know, like uh, every church, uh, City's Church wasn't meeting in person; it was uh, doing kind of an online format. 
And at that time, you know, in when was this May, uh, didn't have a real clear understanding or idea when uh, they would be gathering back together again. And we're like, well, shoot, we've got, uh, you know, 30 ish people, 30, 40 people. So like we were able to meet a lot more easily uh, given the the various restrictions that were in place at the time. So like, why don't we just go ahead and start? Yeah. And uh, so COVID was actually a, a motivator for us to go ahead and, and start as a new church. Mm-hmm. So uh, we covenanted together July 8th and then uh, began services July 12th and have been meeting weekly since. And uh, gratefully, we've been meeting at uh, Forest Elementary School in Crystal uh, this whole time, and, and that's been going well. And uh, so started with, yeah, 30, 40 folks, and uh, now we're up to uh, like 70-ish around there uh, with all the kids uh, counted in. And um, uh, we haven't heard death cult, uh, and I don't think even – I haven't heard from anybody that people – uh, kind of get the stink eye or something like that about mm. meeting in, in person. Uh, yeah. If anything, it's kind of the opposite. People are just eager to see other people and to have relationships. And uh, and so it's really been encouraging. Um, I mean, that's kind of been the uh, the, the common thread and, and the folks that have joined us since we started meeting as a church that they're like, man, just it's so refreshing to be around people that uh, love one another and love the Lord. So uh, it's been really encouraging. Yeah, that that's great to hear, and and that's interesting that in a time with COVID, where where one might think a, a church start is just going to be dead before right. it before it you know gets off yep. the launch pad, that yep. that actually has served to help get maybe an earlier start. Right. And you use the language of covenanting together, uh, and and maybe some people would be expecting to hear we launched yeah. as a church or or some other terminology. Can you talk? To, us through why yep. you're using the language of covenanting together. Yeah. So uh, one, I mean, covenant is a, a Bible word. Launch is not. Uh, <laughs> and part of the thing with uh, you know, just similar like why I don't call myself or think of myself as a church planter. And uh, sometimes I'll, I'll speak about us launching, just because like I don't know what else to call it. Uh, there's just a lot of like kind of that uh, entrepreneur uh, startup culture that's kind of. Uh, gotten enmeshed with church planning culture. Uh, I was like, well, that's just not how, like, this is just normal Christians. Well, this is what we do, or this should be normal for us as starting new churches. So, um, uh, as you look at, at scripture, uh, the orienting theme of the Bible is that God relates to people in the form of covenant. Uh, so, He makes a covenant with Adam, He makes a covenant with Noah, He makes a covenant with Moses, uh, and Israel through Moses, with Abraham, of course. Um, it makes a, a, a new covenant with us in Christ. Uh, this is how God operates and is a, a model, is a template for, I think, how we ought to relate to one another. And so, as we're thinking about what what is a church, how do we uh, come to define like when we are a church versus just a group of Christians that get together to plan a church or talk about church or talk about vision stuff related to church. It's like, well, what sets us apart? It's like, well, it's when we agree to commit to a certain kind of life together, uh, coupled with the preaching of the word, uh, observance of the the sacraments of taking communion and baptizing Christians mm-hmm. uh, and practicing church discipline, that this is going to be what sets us off as a church. And so at that covenanting service, we, we did some of those functions. We heard the word, uh, opened up for us. A pastor from City Church came and shared 
a brief devotional. We committed to one another to hold one another accountable to a certain kind of life together. Uh, this is our, our church covenant. Uh, and then most significantly, we, we took communion together. Uh, that was a, the kind of the decisive formative thing that we are a church, uh, that when a church comes together, we are united as one uh, at the table uh, where we say, like, yes, you are a Christian. We are dining together here at the Lord's table, uh, recognizing his body was broken for us, his blood was shed for us, and we do this in the hope of his resurrection and his, uh, his future coming. Um, and so that's what kind of sets a church off as, as a new church. Mm-hmm. So as you gather to hear the word, I'm assuming that you are the main preacher preaching to elder, pastor at right. Westview. That's right. What what have you been preaching through? Um, what what have you been encouraging the members of Westview with yeah. from the word? Yeah, so uh, I, I am the, the primary preacher, uh, but one of the values that we've got is team leadership. And uh, that that is most visibly expressed on Sunday mornings that our service is led by our, our pastors. Uh, so I'm the only staff pastor, but we've got the three other pastors that serve with me. Uh, so one of them is uh, uh, taking the lead on planning our, our service and uh, leading in music, uh, and the other two guys are uh, very much involved in in leading the service and the different uh, components. And we're we're gonna our objective is to get to the point where one of those three guys is is preaching once a month, uh, or at least someone else is preaching at least once a month, uh, and maybe a little bit more. But you know so preaching 50 to 75 percent of of the time uh and so we we started out going through the gospel of mark and so that's what we've been in uh took a break uh this fall did a a four-week series on the doctrine of sin i just wanting to think about that just because it's going to play a pivotal role in the life of the church if we we don't understand what our problem is we're we're not going to understand the solution that's offered to us in christ in in the gospel so we really need to understand sin and if we look at our relationships uh and uh, think that other people are are our primary problem. Like we're never going to see progress in those relationships because we don't see that sin is the problem. Their sin, my sin is is the problem. So keen in there, uh, and just continuing uh, now uh, in the Gospel of Mark here, uh, and it's been uh, really encouraging just to to uh, key in on and focus on who is Jesus. That's the the primary objective uh, that Mark had in writing his gospel. Who is this man, Jesus? Uh, Who does he he claim to be? Uh, And so again, yeah, just as the the onset of uh, the life of our church, uh, like wanting to focus on that, like we come together because there was this man this, this Galilean from Nazareth uh, who claimed to be God. Like, who is this man? Uh, who do you say that he is? Because uh, that's going to have eternal impact on your whole life and a present impact as well. So uh, that's what we've been pressing into uh, and, and plan on doing that here uh, through, uh, through Easter is kind of the plan, going through Mark's gospel. That's great. You know, Josh, who I think you've met, the other pastor here, yep. is preaching through Mark uh, periodically That's great. O- over the last year or so. And I think those questions of what is sin, what's our problem, where's the solution, you know, Jesus mm-hmm. is, is what we find in Mark, has been good, and, and we've been able to, in, in the past year, do a Christianity Explored study that way. And, That's great. and hoping to do more is, is a way to invite others who perhaps would not come into a church who still have that same problem and need need that solution, we, we hope we can point them in the right direction yeah, through those awesome. things. Now, you you and I occasionally meet up with another group of pastors in the Pillar Network, mm-hmm. and the Pillar Network has been a help to Crystal Lake as we've been 
restarting. And I'm assuming Pillar Network and other church relationships outside of that have been helpful as you guys have have gone to start a new church. Uh-huh. Most particularly, you're, you're sending church there and the right. group of people who went. But how have other churches encouraged you guys along the way? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been great, especially for me. So I, I would guess that uh, even the other pastors in, and members of the church aren't as aware uh, of that broader those broader connections, but it's been really beneficial uh, for me personally, largely, uh, just having the encouragement and uh, just the, the other pastors to bounce things off of. Um, so it's been the, the main benefit in uh, the Pillar Network is just the relationships. Uh, and but there's also good just like the, the commonality. So we'll pray for uh, one another in, in our churches, uh, in our, our Sunday morning services, and uh, it just to be aware that uh, we're not the only Christians in the Twin Cities. Like we're not the only church in the Twin Cities. That that God is at work in many churches doing good here, and and that there are other uh, like-minded churches to link arms with, to be strategic and uh, and intentional uh, in our partnerships to help start new churches and to uh, make disciples and and evangelize the lost and. Uh, press into the work that the Lord's called us to. So uh, encouragement and strategy there has been really big. And just as a new church, it's been really helpful uh, that they've been so eager and willing to, to share resources. We've got lots of uh, different equipment, audio equipment, trailer, all like lots of different stuff that's just been helpful on the, the logistics side. And then able to turn and, and share that with some other uh, new churches as well as uh, our, our needs have been met. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of the the kingdom mindset, I guess, that these other churches, other other pastors have, has been really encouraging. That it's not like, whoa, 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 like we're already here in the West Metro. Why are you coming to plant a church here? Like, clearly God's kingdom has come in our church. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't need another one. Like, that's not yeah. there at all. But it's like excellent. You know, there are uh, so many people. I'm trying to remember the number. Three hundred thousand people in the the Northwest Metro. Like, yeah, our, our church has got you know two three hundred people. So. We got a little ways to go, you know. Yeah. So, uh, just that kingdom mindset has been really, really encouraging. Well, we we try to pray for other churches on Sundays during our pastoral prayer, mm-hmm. and maybe you can fill us in on some of the challenges you guys are facing, some things that are coming up in the life of your church, sure. so that we can we can be better equipped to pray for you guys in the weeks ahead. Yeah. So I think. Uh, a few things that, that come to mind. One would be uh, just a, a stronger bent towards evangelism. Uh, so so far, the folks that you know that helped us start the church, of course, all Christian members from mm-hmm. Cities Church, uh, and those that have joined us uh, have have come from other churches for for various reasons. Um, and so we're, we're super grateful for the people that are uh, that share the the vision that we have, the vision uh, for the glory of Christ in the Northwest Metro, a uh, vision for what church life. Uh, should look like, uh, but we're eager for people who who don't know Jesus, who who think that he is just a man or just some teacher or prophet. Uh, we want those people to hear the good news and repent and, and believe and be baptized. So uh, pray that we would have boldness and uh, uh, and uh, faithfulness in sharing the gospel. Uh, we are eager. Uh, one of our values is joyful mission. We want to uh, share this joy that we have in Christ with our neighbors and our, our coworkers and family and whomever the Lord brings into our lives. So we, we want to do that, and we want to do it largely through another one of our values, generous hospitality, like by inviting people in, showing them uh, uh, that they are welcome, that they might know that, that they are welcome in Christ, uh, that that offer is there to all who would repent and believe. Um, so just pray for boldness and, and faithfulness. 
Uh, second, uh, we meet in a school. And so far, like that's been working out well. Uh, been super grateful for uh, that space to meet in. The school's been good to work with. Uh, but it'd be great to have a, a more permanent, reliable spot that we can uh, that we can plan to, to meet in. So you can pray that the Lord would provide something for us. Um, and it's not necessary. You know, to, uh, buildings are a, a great tool, but that's all that they are. They're not not the main thing. God's people uh, went a, a very, very, very long time before Christ and after Christ without buildings. So we can as well. Uh, and that can serve a, a good purpose, uh, developing faith in us for God to provide. But uh, you can see, especially just in our cultural context, just the the strategic value uh, of, of a tool like a building. So you can pray that the Lord would provide a more permanent location for us. Wonderful. For for those who would want to <coughs> keep praying for or Westview, or or who would know people who live in that area who might be in need of a good church, where where could they go to learn more about Westview and, and to stay updated with things yep. that are happening there? Yep. So our website, westviewchurchmn, as in minnesota.com, westviewchurchmn.com is our, our website. So find all kinds of information about us there. Uh, we're on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook as well. So can find us uh, on those social platforms also. And uh, yeah, we'd love to connect with folks. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk here. It's always good for us to think about what God is doing outside of our own church and and to see him working across the state and really across the world as we think of Christians globally who are sharing the gospel with others who are then coming to faith. Questions and Answers about the Bible and Theology is a podcast of Crystal Lake Baptist Church in Burnsville, Minnesota. To learn more, you can visit us online at www.clbc.com mn.org.